Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Wednesday One Thing. Uh, my name is Hamza Shah, and I'm joined here by Maury Rubin. How's it going, Maury? Doing great. Really excited for, uh, for your topic today, Hamza. Amazing. Yeah, me as well, uh, because U.S. business applications went through the roof last quarter. And uh, according to a new report from the Census Bureau, uh, COVIDpreneurs, that name's not going to stick, filed more than 1.5 million applications for uh, EIN letters, employer identification numbers in Q3, which is a 77% increase from Q2. And it's not just a big increase from Q2 2020, um, but it's also a big increase from last year when, if you might remember, there wasn't a pandemic. So the story we're covering today is actually in The Economist, uh, talking about this uh, uh, phenomena, which they described as a once-in-a-generation surge in startups. And evidence actually shows that about as many Americans now work for themselves as before the pandemic, which is remarkable because overall joblessness remains pretty high. Now, this phenomenon surprised economists because in the last recession, the number of high-propensity business applications sharply declined. Uh, and actually, over the past four decades, the rate of new business creation had been drifting solidly downwards. So this surge in the American entrepreneurial spirit is particularly interesting because as The Economist notes, nothing similar seems to be happening in the rest of the developed world. Maury, I uh, want to open this up to you a bit. You speak to founders uh, every day, and I'm sure you've spoken to founders who've recently started their e-commerce brands uh, in the last six, seven, eight months. Why do you think, uh, why do you think this is happening? Uh, I think it has to do with a lot of things, and you touched on, I think, something very interesting, which was in the last recession, nothing like this happened. Um, you know, after 2008, the world sort of changed, but not in the sense of like a, a huge paradigm shift of the way people are living and working. Right now, what I'm seeing and what my founders are saying to me is that, you know, some people actually have been waiting to get fired from their job so they can go and start the thing they wanna do. People are you know, taking their, uh, either their CERB money from Canada or their, their stimulus checks from, uh, from the US and they're going and starting businesses. Like other than the people who took their, their, uh, their unemployment or their CERB or their, their stimulus checks and threw it into Robinhood and investing, people are investing in themselves. And that is really the once in the lifetime opportunity that a lot of founders and new founders are getting right now. It is almost a tabula rasa, like wipe the slate clean. You know, there's no expectation to keep keep at the job you're at, especially if you've been fired or let go. It is really a once in a lifetime chance to get something off the ground. So I think what I've heard from the people I work with and just a lot of people on Instagram too, when you swipe through their stories and they're starting new companies, it's there's people have time on their hands. People are really thinking about what's going to make them happy in the long run. And I think, you know, we're living through such a weird time where risk appetites are, are actually increasing that people are willing to take that chance. And so, yeah, I think the, the result is pretty interesting that I can't explain why in the US it might just be something in the water that they have there that, that they're starting businesses faster than anyone else. But it, it really does, it really, I think it makes, I think the story makes sense. What do you think? I mean, um, I agree. There are a lot of smart people that have been let go from their jobs in the past uh, several months. Um, I think you touched on uh, on CERB here in Canada, uh, you know, an increase in, in UI payments uh, down in the US. And I think the impact of that may be people developing a greater appetite for taking that 
that risk. Uh, well, I mean, one, there's the need, you know, right? They might not be in jobs anymore. Um, and then they might have like that slightly greater financial security to use um, use th those payments to, to really launch a new business. But, you know, I, I think it probably goes beyond just the, the people who don't happen to be in jobs. I think all of us might know someone personally uh, who's started their own endeavor or uh, their own brand in the past six or seven months. Um, I think it's it's probably larger than just the you know a, a matter of payments or or financial security. I think it might even be the opportunity being uh, noted by by a lot of founders, many of whom, when they start out these brands, are starting them as just direct to consumer companies, uh, not looking at uh, not looking at you know some of the older, more traditional ways of of starting out a business. What I'd love to touch on with you, Mari, is just what this means for, for the future. Because now a surge in business applications can't make up for the damage caused by the pandemic, right? But it does bode well for the future uh, because a recovery with lots of startups is uh, more jobs rich than a recovery without lots of startups. And uh, younger firms look to expand, they look to hire new staff at a faster rate. Uh, and in previous editions of the Wednesday One Thing, we spoke about the surge in digitalization of businesses. Today, we're speaking about the surge in business applications. Now, we don't have the accurate data on the number of new e-commerce businesses over the past nine months yet. We will soon enough. Um, but based on these market trends, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing we should be expecting a significant increase. I think, as I mentioned, we all know someone who started their own e-commerce business in the past few months. Um, and the trends just seem to be pointing towards a more entrepreneurial outlook at, at how one can deal with the economic uncertainty of, uh, of this pandemic. Yeah, this is what I'll, I'll say about that. I don't think this is going to help a country in aggregate get back to work. And I'll tell you why. I actually have, I'm gonna throw this back at you. How many, what percentage of American businesses do you think are sole proprietors or only employ one person? That's a great question. Uh, like a McKinsey interview question. I'm going to say um, 15%. It's so uh, it's so high. Most businesses in the States are actually a single person or one or two people. So when um, I, I think the narrative that this switch is going to employ so many people uh, just because there are new businesses, you know, everyone's going to get back to work. I don't think that's the narrative. But what I think is very interesting is that, you know, this just shows like what the backbone of the economy really is. It's not the, the multi-million dollar businesses that do employ a lot of people. It's the fact that you can start something uh, by yourself, make it a business worth operating and, and really generate revenues for yourself. And I think what the trend is right now is, you know, you could have a side hustle and a full-time job now. Well, now people are just going to take their side hustles and make that their their job. Like, why do you need to rely on on uh, on a paycheck from someone else? I think the most telling thing here is, I don't know who this quote is attributed to, but basically one of the most addicting substances in the world is a monthly paycheck. And now that that's been severed for a lot of people, it's sort of this idea that, uh, again, innovate or uh, what is it? Necessity is the mother of invention. Like people need to survive. People also want to be happy. This is a great opportunity for them to take their side hustle, bring it to the forefront. The fact that e-commerce makes a lot of sense too. Like I would also be interested to see what the numbers shake out to be after 
uh, after we go all through this and how many new retail businesses start, that's, I think that's the, the NASIC code that we would be able to see an increase in. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to see the sticking power of that and places like Shopify uh, make it so easy to spin up business. There's really no reason why it wouldn't go up. I'd love to see some data on it, uh, and hopefully we will soon enough to see really what this year has meant, uh, not just for new businesses and business applications, but more specifically for direct-to-consumer businesses and what that means for e-commerce. Mori, uh, that's uh, our time. Thanks as ever for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you on the next uh, next edition uh, next week on the Wednesday One Thing. Cheers, everyone.